Welcome to Mixed Company, bringing the siloed and uncomfortable conversation we have with our friends to the forefront so everyone can participate in the conversation. We say all the things you never would in Mixed Company. Welcome to Mixed Company. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the 2019 Black History Month campaign, Icons, Rockstars, and Innovators, brought to you by the Advertising Club of New York in conjunction with Mixed Company Podcast, which, as you know, I'm the co-host and producer. Today, I'm honored to be here with one of the most amazing women that I've met, and specifically, she loves to remind us that pressure makes diamonds. Miss Valerie Graves, welcome. Thank you. I'm so excited to have this conversation with you on camera, because we've had several, several in the past. Yes. <laughs> We're like girlfriends at this yeah. point, right? I think we are girlfriends. Okay, I love point. it. Amazing. But anyway, I'm happy to be here. Thank you. Amazing. Thank you. So, as you know, as I've explained to you before and to you all that have been watching to date, we are exploring the golden era of black advertising, which we're earmarking as the late 1960s through the early 1990s. Mm -hmm. So, with that being said, I'd love to get an idea of what your journey has been like in advertising uh, from your career start to today. Okay. Well, my career basically started because I was too stupid to know what I could not do. I can't imagine you being stupid, but go ahead. Well, it, it never occurred to me that I couldn't do just about anything that I wanted to do. And that, that is really because of a lot of support from you know community and church mm -hmm. and school and teachers and all of that. So I thought, you know, because I felt creative and I was that little crazy creative person who was always giving shows and, you know, <laughs> let me give the speech and put me out front and all of that, that advertising would be a great career for me. Okay. Um, and it also worked out for me to get into advertising. I started out in cars. Mm. Uh, because I'm from the Detroit area okay and there was major league advertising there mm. so I figured I would go after a job at a major league agency um, and it just like the times and fate were working with me the president of a really big agency big multinational agency gave a talk okay. at the NAACP Freedom Fund dinner about how they were looking for Afro-Americans but couldn't find any. Well, guess what? Sounds familiar. You know, <laughs> guess who showed up? Uh, so that's how I got my start. Um, at Darcy, which was one of the components of the former DMBNB. Got it. So you get my age and things start disappearing. Who's <laughs> no counting? One, no one remembers the agency necessarily, but that's where I started on the Pontiac car account, mm -hmm. as I'm pretty sure the first black female copywriter on the Pontiac account. Amazing. And from there I went to a, a series of major agencies. I worked at Kenyon Eckhart in Boston, I worked at BBDO in Detroit, mm -hmm. and JWT in New York. And I got recruited to Uniworld um, in 1985. So I guess I'm sort of in the sweet spot you are in the of, sweet of your spot, yeah. golden era. And it certainly felt like the golden era mm -hmm. of black advertising to me. Mm. I went to Uniworld because they had the most incredible account roster I had ever worked on. People would say, where are you going? Oh, I'm going to Uniworld. They'd never heard of it. Who are your clients? Oh, Burger King, Kodak, 7-Up. Um, 
right all for, of the major you know just brands. major brands so it was really a fabulous opportunity uh, that was given to me by Byron Lewis who is the founder of Uniworld Group and that's how I ended up there and I stayed there for a very long time mm -hmm. and I also was at one point chief creative officer of Vigilante mm. which was the urban unit of Leo Burnett and I took a couple of year flyer to be senior VP of creative services at Motown because mm. I'm from Detroit and Andre Harrell offered me what sounded like a dream job. Mm. How do you turn that down? I know a couple people that still think that's a dream job. So, <laughs> so amazing. So you've had a career that most people dream about and you've been able to sustain for so long as a key figure um, for most of us looking to create uh, a journey of our own on this path. Being that you come from um, the Uniworld, uh, or coming from Uniworld uh, years ago, why do you think agencies like Uniworld and Burrell have been able to sustain so long in this uh, advertising culture? Well, I think they're holding on uh, because they're really needed. Mm -hmm and their role is not what it was in, in what we're talking about is the golden era. Mm -hmm. uh, I think a lot of that is due to the concept of total marketing. Mm -hmm. But I think that they hang on because what's needed is an entity or entities yep. that are really devoted to the culture of minority people. Got it. And that's what Uniworld and Burrell and agencies like that are all about. You know, even as a creative, as somebody said, it's the difference between being a black professional and a professional black. You know, and Tell us when about that. I got to Uniworld, I switched from one category to the other, and I knew that I had just found the calling of my career. Amazing. And I think that's why they hang on too because they symbolize that difference. They're not just advertising agencies. I was looking the other day, somebody asked me uh, if I thought Uniworld's work or the work of my agencies mm -hmm. uh, had had an influence on the general market. And when I thought about it, we really had more of an influence on the general culture. Mm. You know, I look around and I can see Uniworld's work in movies. I just saw a fashion layout that was a flat-out homage to okay. a Buick ad that one of our agencies did. Uh, we did a commercial for Pepsi. Uh, it was called Pepsi Dance, but it was set to Let Me Clear My Throat. I which remember. basically brought back the song mm -hmm. for a while. So, you know, that's one of the reasons that I really think those agencies have stuck around is because the work is, is necessary and impactful mm -hmm. and lasting and important. Amazing. So with that, with uh, having such a lasting effect on culture, there's got to be some innovations that you can think of that we should be celebrating this Black History Month. Might you have any to offer? I'm so glad you asked me that question because, in my mind, Byron Lewis, who is the founder of Uniworld, is one of the real pioneers of integrated marketing. Mm -hmm. When he started Uniworld Group, there were basically three vehicles for our advertising. You could be in Ebony, mm -hmm. started by John Johnson. Uh, there was Essence that came into being about the same time as Uniworld and there was Black Enterprise. 
And aside from that, you had to create ways to interact with the audience. And Byron was a master of that. He Got created it. something called the Black College Fair for uh, Kraft General Foods. He created the Acapulco Black Film Festival uh, to demonstrate to the Mexican government that he could promote tourism mm -hmm. in Mexico. He created America's Black Forum, which mm -hmm. is the longest running black news and public affairs yep. program on television. He created a soap opera called Sounds of the City. So he was just incredibly uh, creative, inventive when it came to integrated marketing. And we tried to carry that on in the creative department with things like the Coors Light Show. Right. Uh, so. Uh, yeah, I think that integrated marketing is something that multicultural agencies had a great role in, in bringing to the fore, and they really don't get enough credit for it. Amazing. So with that being said, speaking about uh, innovations in black history that, um, that you can remember, are there any specific, and I'm sure there are many, but any specific instances in your own career that you would feel um, would count as black history that you'd like to share? Hmm. Um, I think maybe being selected to be part of the national advertising team mm. of Bill Clinton in 1992 that is was a black <laughs> history moment for me. I came out of this African-American agency. That is why they were looking at my work, because mm -hmm. they wanted a diverse team. And it was a big moment for the agency. Yeah. And it was, of course, a great a big moment, moment for you. For me, yeah, absolutely. That so. is amazing. You've done so much for not just the industry, but also for uh, young black uh, professionals looking to grow their careers in advertising. So we thank you for joining us, and we thank you all for watching. Thank you all, um, and we look forward to continuing these conversations for icons, rock stars, and innovators. Well, thank you for having me. It's been a blast.